We'll do a review of Lakuta Sichas in Chelik Chovdala. This is the second Sicha for the Parshas Kiseitze. The Rebbe has a uh, first a uh, halachic discussion. Why would the Sifri say that the Heichal, the room in the Beis Hamikdash, requires a Maike, requires that fence on the roof? We know the Pasuk says that when you build a new house, you have to make a fence for the roof so that nobody falls down. So the Sifri learns that that would include also the Heichal, the Beis Hamikdash, you'd have to have a fence over there. And the question becomes, how is that different than a shul which is exempt, than a, um, a partnership, a house owned by partnership, and um, which, which, is, which is obligated, as we'll see. And the Rebbe will go through the various different possibilities. The Rebbe explains that in the Heichal, every Yid has a part. It becomes like a, uh, a partnership-owned. And a partnership-owned house does need a Maike, as the Rebbe will explain. And then the Rebbe goes in to explain the whole idea in the spiritual level, what it means to make a fence. And that even in Kedusha, even in the Heichel, we still need a fence over there of that protection, as we'll see in the second half of the Sikha. But let's go now step by step. Aleph. The Pasik says, when you build a new home, make you shall make a fence for the roof. in Sifri, so it stays, it says in the Sifri. When it says bayis is l'rabis heichol, that is coming to include that also the heichol needed a Michael. We know that the heichol had a Michael. and the reason why he had a Michael was not just for beauty, but this is actually a requirement from the pasuk as the Michael. that fence that was on the roof of the heichol of the mikdash. Is given nit nor lenoyu kayetzubai. That wasn't just for beauty or similar. Nor achiyuv mitzvahs maike. That was the obligation of the mitzvah of maike. That's why they put it. That's what it says in the sifri. And the question we have to answer now is to figure out why is there an obligation of the mitzvahs maike on the heichel when we know that there is no maike for a shul. And a base Aknesis and a base Amedish. Is Yadur the Shaila? It's known the question. The Din is as Bote Knesias, Ubote Medroshes, Zainen Potter for Namaike. The halocha is that shuls and study halls are exempt for Ramaike. The Gemara Darshan, the Gemara expounds it, learns it from the Posik, because it says, Vasisa Maike Legag Yecho. Your roof, so that excludes shuls and study halls. So the question is: Is farvos is that heichal hamigdosh How come the room of the mikdosh? Why is it obligated to a maike? How is that different 
of a shul in a base medrash which is exempt from a mic. Ois base. So the Rebbe brings down that Agachover comes up with a, with an insight that the base of Migdosh is first built uh, as Choyl weekly and then you make it Kodesh and then you sack to them because of Beis HaMikdosh since says the Nagachover the obligation for the Maike is when it is weekly and when you start off so it remains there so therefore it's unlike a Beis HaKnesis and a Beis HaMedrash which you built Lechatchila in Kodesh to make it into a shul. Over here, you built it to a regular structure, and only later on you make it into a base of English. Since it's a regular structure, it's choil, that's why you have to have a Micah, and the Micah with their stays. That's the insight of the Rebbe Chover. But the Rebbe has a big problem with this insight. Uh, in both ways, so what? The Rebbe asks that it's choil, but it's still meant for the Beis Hamikdash later on. So the exemption has to do not with the fact that it's holy or not holy. The exemption has to do because it doesn't belong to uh, to a person. But the same thing is the Beis Hamikdash, the Heichal. So if you built it in the Choyl, but it's still meant for the community. So how would that help? And the Rebbe also asks in the other way, that um, where this whole Chiddush that you built it in the Choyl is not something which is so unanimous. So it's hard to say that that is the reason why it's exempt. Let's look inside. Base. The Raga Chover answered of them. The Raga Chover answers and did. Adarchiv Maike is how that the obligation for the Maike, when does that apply? When does it rest that obligation? in Sifri, as it says in the Sifri, Mishas Chidushay. That's when you make it up, when it, at the point, not when you move in there, when you designate it, but as soon as you renew it as soon as you built the house then you have the obligation of a Micah as soon as the house is built even before you start to use them and therefore that's when you have the obligation so says and since by the base of Migdash, the Heichel of the Migdash. So this the way it works is their din, the Allah is Boinim Bechoil. You built it in Choil, so it's considered a regular structure. The Magdishin, and then later on you sanctify it, you make it into the base of Migdash. So it turns out, as Bishas Chidusha, when you built it, when the Migdash when the Migdash is built. Hotter noch nit kein kedusha. He doesn't have yet kedusha. Ubemele is a dam chay b'maike. That's why he's chay b'maike. So from the ragachover, it seems like the reason for the exemption of 
uh, is because of the Kedusha that it has. But the Rebbe says that's, that doesn't seem to be the case, that Tirutz is over Tzorich in God. This answer needs a lot of looking into. Aleph. Dos vos botik nesiyus botim medroshus zainen potter memaikia. The reason why shuls and base medrash are exempt from this fence on the roof is nit while zainen koidish. It's not because they're holy, nor while zainen nit gagecho. The pasuk says is my gagecho. We don't consider. Uh, base medrash and base sakanah, not your house, it belongs to the public. They don't have owners. So, in that case, so in that case, also the room of the Migdash should also be exempt from the Maikil. Although it is built in the Weekly, it's not Kodesh yet when you built it. That still doesn't make him your roof. It's still built for the public. So why would you need a Maike even though it was built B'chayim? And the Rebbe says maybe we can say according to the Rambam uh it's not so much because Gagecho, according to the Rambam, why is a shul and a base medrash exempt? Is because they are not made for a dwelling place. It's not really a bias meant for a dwelling place. And therefore, when you built the base Amigdosh, the Choyl, potentially at that time you can use it to uh, consume in there and to have a meal and uh, and use it in a regular way. So maybe, according to that reasoning, you would be chayim b'maike, as opposed to a shul, which you're not allowed to use for that. But the Rebbe still says no. We can't answer as is loitun tam harambam, that the answer of the Ragachover goes according to the Rambam's reasoning, not the Gagecho, which shouldn't make a difference if it's Kodesh or not, but maybe it goes according to the Rambam's reasoning. Ados vos The reason why the shuls and study halls are exempt from Maike it's not because they don't belong to individuals, gagecho, and not this public. No, the Rambam says nor The reason why a shul and a base and a study hall does not have a maike because they're not meant for a dira for a dwelling place. So that would be good for a shul and a study hall. But when we talk about the Heichel, the Beis HaMikdosh, Fosbishaz, Binyoni, Yizer, Nochoyl, at the time that you build him, he is still weekly. Kenner, Damot, Ginnutz, Vernon, Lidira. At that time, it can be used for a dwelling place. Under Far, Yizer, Mechoyi, Bemaike. That's why he's obligated Bemaike. That's what Lechoyi, we can say, what the Ragachover is saying, that it's built Bechoyl, 
that it's weekly, basically that it will become a base dira as opposed to a base kness, a base medrash, are not the base dira. But the Rebbe says, well, afal pi, two reasons. Well, afal pi as boinim bechoyl, ba'achakach magdishim. That even though that that is the case, that doesn't mean the Rebbe says that they used it for a base dira, because they knew they were going to be magdishit. So it doesn't really make it a base dira, even though technically you're allowed to because... That's the first point the Rebbe says. Technically you're allowed to, but it's still not a base dira, and you should uh, not be required to make a maike, because you bow, that's afal, piyaz, benim, bechoyl, v'achach, let it be that you build the choil and then you're magdashit. Does it really mean that you can, it's used as a base dira? Vibald, no. Vibald, since you're building it for the purpose of migdash, is mistaber, it's logical, either they did not use it, or you're not allowed to use it, with the house for the needs of the head, but in either case, whether you they didn't or you're not allowed to, uh, it's still not a base dira. So, what does it help me that they it was bechoyel and you're allowed to make it a base dira, but it wasn't meant for a base dira? And on the other hand, if you built a regular home and then you turn it into a shul, that's also going to be exempt base. A house that is obligated and then when it was made into a to create a boy and it turned it into a house which is exempt from Micah. So the obligation the mitzvah Micah is uh, negated, there's no more the mitzvah. So what difference does it make, even if we should say that you were chayim in the mitzvah's maikim when it was built b'choyil, but once it was made kedusha, there is no more obligation. So why does the Sifri say that there is an obligation to build a maikim for the heichal? How is that different than a beis haknesis and a beis hamedrash, which are exempt from the mitzvah maikim? And the fact that it was built b'choyil shouldn't really make a difference since it was turned in later on into a uh, shul, should be part of that. And even before, as the Rebbe argued the first point, that when you built it, and since it's going to be a Mikdash, it's not used for a base data, why would you need a Micah? And the Rebbe explains... That the actually uh, the reason why base knesses and base medrash are exempt is because it doesn't have any ownership. Mashenki in the base amigdosh because everybody participated in it. It does have ownership. Let's look inside. So we can say what is the explanation in this. Rashi is Mazvir. Rashi explains. Ados vos bote knesi subote medroshes. Zainenit bechlal gagecho. Why are shuls and besmedesh not part of gagecho? 
not included. Isval ein chelik leechad mehem boy, because nobody has a part in it. Because it's also made for people from overseas, which means when you build a shul, everybody has a right to use the shul, even people that are not part of the city. And therefore, you're, um, and therefore, there's nobody, nobody has a portion. What is Rashi trying to explain? What is Rashi trying to explain here by telling us nobody has a portion? The meat bavorunt Rashi farvos botek nesias chulu zainen anders from Abayis shol shutov. What Rashi is explaining is here: How is a base knesses and a base medrash different than a house that is owned by partners? If it's a house that is owned in partnership, over there you're mechuyiv to make a maikim. If it's a shul, then you're not mechuyiv. Rashi explains, over there, there are two partners. In the shul, there's nobody has partnership. So their din is, the halacha is, as bayis shel shutofim, that a house that belongs to partners, is chayim b'maikim. That is obligated in the maikim. But the Gemara is zokt, as the Gemara says, as chodj fun vord gagecho, Although, since it says your roof, mashma singular, and this would appear that only if it belongs to one person, but not if you belongs to partners, and yet the Gemara says you are obligated to make a maike, even if it's partnership, from that second, and yet. Since the Torah had specified, articulated why we make a mic, it didn't just say make a mic, it says the reason. The Pasik says, the one who falls will fall from it. So since we have a rationale, the rationale makes no difference who owns it, whether it's owned in partnership or individually. For that worry that somebody might fall down, is nitkein nafkemina makes no difference. Whether it's a house belonging to an individual, or it's a house of partnership, the river is abayis shel shutofim mechuyev b'makim, and that's the explanation why a house of shutofim is obligated in a makim, because the person might fall, as the Gemara says. The reasoning is the key of the Maikim. So, if that is the case, so why would a shul and a base medrash be potter? That's what Rashi is trying to address. Why is a shul and a base medrash exempt from a Maikim? We still have the issue that somebody might fall. So according to this, it's difficult. How are shuls and study halls different? They are excluded from the word Gagecho, and we say they don't have to make it by the base Knesset, base Medrash. Let it be that it's not your, it belongs to the community, but we still have the issue. 
But we still have to caution the worry the one that falls will fall from it. Therefore, is Rashi Masbir. So Rashi explains, as by botek nesiyus botem medroshes is netovem emchayevzai. That's what Rashi says over here. Ain chelik lechud mehem boy that there is nobody owns any part of it. There is nobody to obligate. It's not like you shouldn't need a mikeh, but there's no who's going to make the mikeh. The chiyuv of mikeh is if the bailim fundam bais the obligation to build the fence. Is the owners of the house, and if it's owned in partnership by the partners, um by by and when you have a partnership house, a house owned the partnership, is the chiyuv ma'ikev yedron alashutfim. The obligation to make the 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 defense is on each one of them, on each individual, and on all partners. But the people of the city, who built the shul or the study hall, Rashi says, nobody has a part in this shul and in the study hall. It also belongs to the overseas. Is So that's why it doesn't apply. So we should put on them the obligation to make a mikeh. Basically, a shul and a basement, there's the owners, there's no owners there. Since there's no owners, because everybody owns it, the whole world people own it, so there's no ownership. So therefore, there's nobody to obligate. That's why you're potter. But partners have to make a mic because there is people because of Yippel HaNoifel. Now, we do find that the people of the city have a say about their shul and their city, even though it belongs to everybody. We talk about selling it or doing something with it. The Gemara Megillah discusses, but it's for the purposes of mic, it needs to belong, have bailim for the dwelling place, not that there is a general bailim that have a say in it. This does not contradict that we find as with regards to other laws. They are considered, the people of the city are considered the owners of the shul. Here we're saying nobody has an ownership, therefore nobody has to bring the mic, the mic, but we find that it does have, that they do have some rights, the people of the city. Because with regards, when we talk about the obligation of making a fence, what's important here is not the general that you have ownership. It's not just the acquisition, who owns the shul. That actually belongs only to the people of the city. Over here needs to be that it's his place to live there. Nobody in the shul has a place to live in the shul. Uh, the designer of Mokum Lodur, that's when he would be Chayiv. 
when he has a right to, to live there. But since in Ashul, nobody has a right to enter there to make it their home, as we talk about Ashul, all Yidin have a right to enter. They have a right to use every shul that is in all cities in the world. So you can't make it for your dwelling place. By Maike, it hinges on a dwelling place. And the, dira, the dwelling place of a shul belongs to everyone. It's not your personal to the exclusion of anybody else. Everybody has rights to there. And since there is no ownership for rights for living there, there's nobody obligated to make a maike, even though that the people of the city may have ownership in the actual shul itself. And that's what Rashi says, that's what Rashi explains, the difference between a partnership home and a shul is because in a partnership home, they own it in partnership. But in the uh, shul, in the uh, Beis HaKnesses, and the Beis HaMedrash, nobody owns it, nobody has the rights to it in their own. But the Rebbe says it's different with the Beis HaMikdosh, and that's why the Beis HaMikdosh, the Sifri says, you do have to make a mic because over there everybody has ownership. Now look. According to this, we can also uh, understand why the room in the Mikdosh is obligated in the Mikdosh. In the Mikdosh, all Yidin had a part. Kein Shutfas, they had a partnership. Sai in the Mokim HaMikdosh, both in the place where the Mikdash stood, was David which King David purchased from Arvoina the Yevusai, with money that he took from all the tribes. So that's the space where the base Mikdash was built. The Mikdash itself, that is built from the contribution of the community. Just like all Yidin participated in the contribution of the Mishkan, is Mistaber, so it's also logical, as Ali Yidin Hamzich Mishtatev given, Oich in der Kupa for the that the Yidin participated also in that fund. And in the room from Velchemaot Gibuit, from which they built other Bedak Beis Hamikdash, or they fixed up this uh, structure of the Beis Hamikdash to support the building of the Beis Hamikdash. So each person that contributes there has a part. Now, the Chlau we say when you contribute, like by the Shkolim, you don't want it to stand out, you want to mix it well. And so that you can't tell this comes from this one, but still a remnant of each individual remains there, like we find that Moshe said by Koirach that he shouldn't accept the part that they have in the carbon tomit. That means that notwithstanding that it's all mixed in, they still have a part. 
as bishas der yochid gitzayin nedove in der kupa, when the individual gives his contribution into the uh, into the bucket into the pushka, is as ba'ayfun from yimsereim litzibur yofe yofe. It's in a way that you give it over to the community very well. Need vimomen was geher to kama yichidim b'toyr shutfus. Unlike money that belongs to many individuals as partners, they are not a partnership over here. It doesn't belong to everybody. It's a mixture. They became now a new entity. It is the community's money that everybody gave in. So how could we say that they have ownership? But fundeswegen vert durch dem nit nisbat legamri Still, through that, the part of the individual does not become nullified totally. As it's known, the evidence, the proof for this, that it's not really lost the individual, that Moshe requested as it ties to Koyrech and his community, he says, their portion, they have a portion in Timidit Sibur. Should not be accepted. So you see that there is still notwithstanding that everything was mixed in, they still have a portion. On their far is their Migdash Al Ponim. That's why the Migdash is at least Me'ain Shutfas the Kol Yisrael. It's similar to a partnership of all Yid. On Vibal, since there's a partnership, it becomes like Shutfas. Vibal does Yedder Eid Hot Achelig. In Beis Hamikdash, since every yid has a part in the Beis Hamikdash, Kinal. Ube Mekoshkim from Tomid. I said before that everybody contributed to it, and this is sure from the Korban Tomid that the part remains. So when they contribute for the building and the structure, their part there is a some connection to the person that contributed. The river Zayin and the Eden, the Schayv Givorn Tzumachan That's why the Eden were obligated to make a maike when they built the base hamikdash when they built the base hamikdash and to sign the chuyib maike and to be obligated maike must not sign kagecha b'shleimus mamish to mamish be your house completely kagecha because we learn from the pasuk leisosim that you also mechayv shouldn't put blood for the reasoning. It's also not a true gagecha, it's not an individual. Yet the Gemara says that you still have to make a mica because the reasoning, because you shouldn't put blood. applies to even a We need to protect that nobody falls from it. So that explains to us the question that we asked, why do we need a Micah in the Hegel as opposed to we don't need in the Beis Knesset, Beis HaMedrash, so we say the Beis Knesset and Beis HaMedrash nobody owns. And therefore there's no Bailim over there, at least there's no Bailim for dwelling over there. It's rather distinguished, not no Bailim at all that own it, but no Bailim that live there. But a partnership house they both own it. The Rebbe argues that the Beis HaMikdash, they also had a partnership every year. While they mixed it in well, but still was a partnership. 
And therefore, there is because of the reason, even though it's not really Gagecha, because of the reason, so the reasoning tells us that in that case, you're also Mechayeb B'maikir. However, the Rebbe has a, an issue, Bechlal, the Chiyuv Maikir is in a place that you dwell. Because you dwell over there, it's called the Beisdira, you need a Maikir. But if you have a place that you don't live, it's not considered to be a dwelling place, you don't need a Maikir. Now, what is the mean a place you live. So by sukkah, for example, we see it's where you eat. Since you're not allowed to eat, it would seem uh, how could you call that a base dira? A base knesses and a base amedrish you know you don't eat there, but over here, uh, and that's why in Beis Knesset, Beis Mezra also exempt because there, you don't live there, but you don't live in the Beis Hamikdash either in the Heichal. So why would you need a a Micah there? The Rebbe explains Adrabe because the Korbanis, even though it was in the Azor, and then you brought it inside, it was used as a Base data. Let's look inside. Hey, Mekenna Chaber Fregen, we can still ask. The Rechiv Maike is Dafke by Base Dira. The obligation of Maike is only when there is a dwelling, a place where you live in. While Anders, if you don't live there, is the You don't have to worry about it. You don't need to do anything about it. That's another reason for that reason, Zanebotek Nisias. They're also exempt from Maike. Besides, we wrote down before that there is no ownership over there. As Rashi explained, there's no ownership. There's another reason also because you don't live in the base Knesses and base Medrash. While base Knesses ain't a base Dira. It's not a base Dira. And Obefrat, this is even according to those who give other reasons. But Obefrat, Ledas Adambam, was bring nor dem tam. He only brings the reason that's not a dwelling place. Because they're not made for living there. Kinalsi base. So why would we need a Maike in the Heichel in the base Amigdosh? The Heichel is not meant for a dwelling place. And the Rebbe explains that the dwelling place goes by the eating. That's the main thing. And that did take place in the base. Hamigdosh. The main idea of a dwelling place is tied with eating. As the loche is by sukkah. That you have to be in the sukkah just like you live. What do we say like you live in the house? And what is it? as Iker mitzvah sayishiv be'asukah is the achila be'asukah that the main mitzvah of sitting in the sukkah is eating in the sukkah. On their far is mikdash abayis dira, and that's why the Rebbe says that mikdash is a dwelling home. 
That is the set place to eat kochim. Although that the eating of the kochim takes place in the courtyard and not in the heichel, in the room of the Beis HaMikdush. Over there, the roof, the Mike was on the room in the heichel. That you are allowed to be that you need to and you have to when you're uh, no choice when you're pressed to eat the Well, you can say, but a shul you eat also sometimes a tamat chochem. The halacha is can eat in a shul. But that's on a temporary basis. That's not a. See, it's not a question that a time when he's pressed. Mega tamet chacham es noich in a beis haknesses. A tamet chacham can eat also in a shul. The kolsh can in a beis hamedushim for sure in a study hall. Unafal pikein veren zeinit ongerufim beis dira kinan still they're not called a beis dira because we mentioned before that's the other reason why a shul. And a study hall are based matters and based are exam. But Dorton is that heter because over there the allowance for eating the mitzadim was a zahila bishtia bishina, such as eating and drinking and sleeping is that a chara? It's a temporary. When the far haste as nita baizdira, it's not called the baizdira. If nischaiver and the maike to be obligated in maike, but sis nor al derech veadiras ara. It's still, it's a dwelling place, but it's a temporary dwelling place. It's a base dinner, but it's a temporary. Sukkah, it's like a sukkah, a hut, a temporary. Under 30 days, the chutzlorit is considered temporary. What's regards to mezuzahs. What's his potter, mezuzah, that you exempt from mezuzah. But opposed to the eating kochi kochim, was the achila is a mitzvah? That's an eating is a mitzvah. Was mitzvah actually the fact there's a mitzvah that makes it important? So eating in the base hamikdash in the heichal is a mitzvah, and the mitzvah makes it an important eating. It's not an aray that makes it even though you do it when you need to but the mitzvah makes it into a permanent. which means like a so it says to bring it in, Lemoshcha, meaning in a very wide, in a, an important, in a great way, the food. Is thus an Indian shall kvies, that makes it permanent. Torah gehesen esen kotche kodoshim behechel. Torah commanded to eat the kotche kodoshim in the hechel. I call upon at least when there is, when it's pressed. Is as a bayis dira, as a bayis dira. So that's why it is a bayis dira, and that's why you're mechuyev to put a mic on it, and because there is parts that everybody has, so it is a bayis shal shutfim, and it's unlike a base knesset, base amethish, which doesn't have any ownership. So that explains the simple context. Now the Rebbe and you know, Izvav will go in explaining the Pnimi Sinyonim, the differences between making the Maike and what it means in the spiritual level. The Rebbe is going to bring out now 
that even when you're by the level of Kedusha, which means you're a Heichel, the base Amigdosh, you still need to make a Maikir. What is the idea of Gagecho? Gagecho is high up. Gagecho represents haughtiness. So, the first on the simple level, when you encounter your own yeshes, your own gaiva, you have to limit it. You have to be mitzamtzim. You have to make a maikim. You have to make. And then it goes on, the Rebbe goes on to explain that not only is it for your protection, but it's also that you should be able to be mashpia, as we will see. Well, the biur achiluk. And there's a difference between the function of a Beis HaKnesses and a Beis HaMikdosh. The Beis HaMikdosh is meant to change the world around. So over there, it must have a Maike where the Beis HaKnesses is mainly yourself. And that is not as crucial. That's why over there we don't need a Maike. Let's look inside. The Biru Rachilik Tzvishim Beis HaKnesses Chulu and Beis HaMikdosh. To explain the difference between the Shul and the Beis Medrash and as it relates to obligation of Maike in the inner matter of thing. We'll understand this by explaining the idea of the Maike in the spiritual service. What is the inner meaning? Make offense for your roof. For one who falls will fall from there. Is Gagecha, when we talk about the roof, that points to uh, haughtiness and arrogance. What means make offense for Gagecha meant? You must fence and limit that arrogance. Because the one will fall from it. If you have the gaiva, the arrogance is the source of all failures. While midas hagaiva is the shodesh for yadar nefilaruches, the measure of arrogance is the root of every spiritual fall. Kiyadu, as it's known as midas roiz by adam, it's known that the bad character traits by a person nemezich from zay yeshus vegaiva they come from his feeling himself an entity and arrogance that he feels himself. And this is the general lesson. And that we say that even in the Heichel, the Beis HaMikdosh, over there we still need offense there too. Because one thinks that maybe when you're doing weekly things, maybe you need offense for your arrogance. But when you're busy with Kedusha, Hashem, you are uh, being haughty because you're on the ways of Hashem, maybe you don't need a Maike. No, it tells you you do need a Maike. One can think, as the Babornish from a Maike is not together, when do we need a caution and we need this fence? It's important not in the Inyonim from Bayeshul Only in the matters when we talk a house, a weekly house, not a Hechel. That roof of the Poshita, the weekly house, that's very simple, literal arrogance. The opposite of Kedusha. 
So over there you need a fetz. But one can think that when we are dealing about the Mikdosh, which is entire holy. So what does it mean over there, the roof? is the So also, what is the roof of the Mikdosh? What is the arrogance of the Mikdosh? It's a Kedusha service. As the Pasuk says, His heart was haughty in the ways of Hashem. As our sage blessed memory say, that it's necessary to have haughtiness. That as a Talmud Chochem, Tzorich Sheyehei Boi, Echod Mishmoyne Shebishminis, needs to have in himself one eighth of an eighth of, gar, of arrogance. So since it is a Migdosh, it's a gag of the Migdosh, why do we need a, a fence over there? What does he need a caution over here, which the Maike is the cautioning that shouldn't be a failing over there, he shouldn't fall when it's all in Kedusha. Is the hero, so what is the lesson? That even the gag, the roof of the Migdosh needs a fence. And even more. In Migdosh Gufa is the Maike given in the Migdosh itself. It was on the roof of the Heichel not just like at the Ulam, but it was the Heichel itself, which was the place of the Migdosh. And it was also the holiest of holiest. What does this tell us? That you need a fence even over the holy of holiest. Even when you are at a level that you are at the ultimate elevation, you need to be cautious and you need to be fenced. You need a sense of subjugation. Bad Rabbi, on the contrary, we know the halacha is you have kalim that were completed impurity, so nothing was tome over there. So it's pure kalim, but yet tzrichim tvilo lekodesh. If you want to use those kalim for kodesh, you need to immerse them first for kodesh, which means that even even when you're at a level, at a step, which you have a thought, you might think, you think that you're already finished, already keli, ready to use. Such a vessel that has been completed in purity. Say, then you still, first you need to immerse it first, you can't just use it. Oishis bitl. Tvila has the same letters as subjugation, the Kodesh. When you're going to make Kodesh, you still need it, you have to have bitl. So that's the first lesson. The lesson is that you don't only need a Micah for a weekly home, but also for the Migdosh, because arrogance, even though it's necessary and you should have it but it also needs to be limited you need a mic you need a fence to fence it in 
And the Rebbe is going to say, but this also applies how others will be relate to you that defense is not just for your own, but it's for other people that you need to have that limitation on your arrogance in order to be successful with others. Zayin. The simple purpose of the Maike is not so much to protect yourself. But it's mainly to uh, protect that somebody else should not fall from this gagecha. So what does it mean over here spiritually? That your arrogance might cause somebody else to fall. And similar is this idea, the concept of Maike spiritually. The Michael Gagecho, this fence for the roof, is in Yono, the idea, it's not just to protect yourself from a spiritual fall. But also because of another Jew. You need a Maike. The other person shouldn't fall because of your Gagecho. As Gagecho, Dein Gavus Vigaive, that you're Haughtiness and your arrogance, should not cause a spiritual fall by somebody else. If if the other person that you're trying to influence senses that you have a sense of haughtiness and arrogance, he's not going to want to be going along. So you're going to cause him to uh, push him away. When the Yid occupies himself by spreading out Yiddishkeit. And to bring Jews close to the Father in Heaven. That's an avoid. This also is included in building the new home according to the inner matter of things. You built a home by including other, not just building your own home, but building a home for Hashem. Uh, by getting other people involved. As He should not be satisfied just with his own service. But he needs to build a home for Hashem. He needs to set up an entire whole home. An environment that should be penetrated with Yiddishkeit. But if he has arrogance while he's doing this service, that's not just a lacking in his personal service that he is lacking because of the arrogance this can actually cause a fall by the other one. On whom he needs to influence. When you influence the other person with words that come from your heart. Without any personal agendas own interests, 
is membatuach. So that means they come from the heart because you don't have any ulterior motives over here. So then you are sure is membatuach as the dvorim vel meirzai nichnosim alalev. So then these words that you speak will enter the heart. And they will impact what they need to do. However, if in his words there's a mixing of self, self sense, and arrogance, so besides the fact this this interferes. In the Hashpov at Slocha from Zainarid, in the flow and the success of his words, so Makarov Zaindem Zulovs, and to bring the other one closer, because if he doesn't sense that Dvorim Ayetzimen Alev doesn't really help bringing him closest. But not only that, is this Olul, this might actually, to Goyim Zain, the Mehepechdafun, this might actually cause just the opposite of that. Not only the opposite. The arrogance in your word can actually distance the one who listens, God forbid. So that another necessary precaution that even when you're dealing with the base amigdot, you're dealing and you're doing outreach work, has to be always limited by the level of bittle, by the maikia, to that sense of self and arrogance. Because if you don't have that sense of bittle, you can actually do the opposite than bringing him closer. The Pesach further cautions. The one who is falling will fall. What does it mean, the one who is falling will fall? So how do our sages of blessed memory explain this? That this one, why do we call him fell before he fell? Because this one is fit to fall from the six days of creation. In other words, it's been destined for him to fall. So why? If he's going to fall, so what's the help and why should I make the mic here? But we bring about, we roll the merit through a person who is meritorious and the liability of a person who is guilty. So therefore, that person needs to die, but not from your roof. You make a, you make a fence. What does this mean in the spiritual Spiritually, it means that that person is falling automatically on his own. Ayit can tainen, so Ayit can argue as the nefila from tzveitnis nizayin shuld that the falling of the other person is not his fault. The other one is fit. He, that's his. He should be falling. Or the nochmer nefil kipshute, or even more that that fit to fall, but he's actually falling. He's falling. That's not my cause. I didn't make him fall. Which means that the reason why the person cannot take it from you when you're speaking arrogantly and he might push him away and it may uh, is not because of my fault, it's because of his fault. Is the other person because he's already a noifel. 
Then there's Tzveta Vod Givenan Ish Yosher Hoylech Had the second one been a person who goes straight, not a Neufel, he would have been a upright person. Volter Mavchin Given, he would distinguish Tzvishun the Emes Skype von Zainere, the truthfulness of my of his words. Vazaina Verter von Toyda, which are words for Toyda. And the self sense of the person, he would make a distinction and he would not get confused, it wouldn't push him away. Which is mixed in into the words of Torah, his own Yeshus. Similar to what the sages of blessed memory say, you eat the inside and the peel you throw away. So basically, meaning if the person, the teacher, has shell or peels which are no good, don't take dust, throw out the peel, but take the inside. So if the person influencing would have been in a good status, he would be able to distinguish and take only the good. It's not my fault, argues the person, that the other one is taking it the wrong way. Since the other one is already falling, that's why when he senses something, an idea that has yourself sensed there, that impacts him a further descent. So why are you guilty? Why is it your fault? As Erzul Darf Bavorn and Zain Gag, I used to caution my roof, my haughtiness for the other person who's a fair falling, anyways. As there was Shishena Neufel, the one who's already falling, so only to open no aggressor in the field, should not have a greater fall. But that's what the Pussy tells us. Zokmanim, we tell him, as Nid Kukendik was Yenderis and Neufel, notwithstanding that the other one is already falling. It still lays an obligation on you to protect. As from from your arrogance, from your roof, from Daingag, Zolni Tarishkome should not come out. Even somebody's already falling, you got to make sure that that's not going to happen through you. You should not be from those from divos of zevert gezokt about whom it is said megalgalin choyvai dechayev that they roll the uh, liability for somebody who is guilty. That goyim through tzvaitnes nefila the cause for the second's fall. So that means that also as it relates to the other person having that sense of self and arrogance can cause to distance the other person. And even though you argue it's not your fault, the Torah says, Yiplanoifel, you have to see that you're, you need the level of bittle. So your words and your uh, presentation not have that level to be able to push somebody away further. Well, in that case... Why do I need to get involved and then I have to make sure that I'm not going to push him away further because of my arrogance and then I'm not going to. So let me not deal with building the house and, uh, and, 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 and being involved in reaching out and then I won't have a problem that 
I don't have to deal with my arrogance. I don't have to make offense. So the Pasuk says no. On this one can have an argument. Since he knows that he has a feeling, a sense of self. So for what purpose should he get involved in something which is questionable? Whether he will be able to, or the need can or not be able to, to make a proper fence. And then he'll have, which should caution, his own and also the other ones shouldn't fall. Why get involved? He's totally not going to be involved in building the house. Especially to build up and to reach out and bring close another year. No, we don't have that option either. The Torah says is the Posik Magdim. The Posik introduces Unal Sabroch as a blessing. Kisivne Bayis Chodesh. You gotta build that new home. Ayid Darbuyen Abayis La Hashem. Ayid needs to build the house for Hashem. Durch Oishtelun Arum Zich Asviva von Yiddishkeit. By raising, surrounding around in his surrounding an environment, a surrounding of Yiddishkeit, Kiniskalil. As mentioned earlier. Un Erken Zich Nish Farlosen Leif Adere. He cannot rely on others. Nor as darv zayin bayis chodesh needs to be a new your new house created your creation. Fayeden idn is to getel givor nachelik boilom for every Jew, Hashem has separated and given them a portion of the world. Was er darf mezvar zayin that person needs to sort it out. Un er darf inem chadish zayin and you need to. Renew. It's your responsibility. Every yid has a part of a chiddush that he has to do his bayis chodesh. Therefore, machana dirle is borach from this to make a dwelling place for him. Blessed. You cannot rely on the service of all the previous generation. Or on the service of other yid in his generation. Can't rely on the previous generation, not on other yidn in his generation. It's a personal obligation on the individual to to build your portion in the world. That's your novelty. And not somebody else's. And therefore, when he meets up with another yid, was those gufa? The fact that you're meeting up for a year means is that's by divine specific uh, connection that Hashem wants you to meet. And that's evidence as Yenem's Birur is him that the other one sorting him out is connected with you because you bumped into him. He must occupy yourself with your person. Even if the other person is falling. And you have that holiness. And that could even add more 
failing and falling by the other person. That's not an excuse. Is Sidar Far because by Emizdo Yeshus Vegaiva is then because he has his feeling of sense and arrogance that fell in by Yatsvetan. That's why another person should be lacking. By them was Zain Tikun is Farbundumitem by the person whose correction is hinges on him. You have to fix him. So why? We're not gonna do the work because you are dealing with your own uh, sense of self and arrogance. Make this fence. Fence your yeshus. You're not free to waste from it and not do it and say, I'm not going to do it because you got to do it. But you got to make a maikah. You're not free of not to occupy yourself with another yid. It's known, there's a story that Hasidim say in the name of the Middle Rebbe. The Middle Rebbe the Middle Rebbe instituted as the Hasidim was flagging Kumen Kain Lubavitch, that the Hasidim that used to come to the city of Lubavitch to be to the Rebbe, so on their way back home, Chazun Hasidis they should recite the Hasidis in the Shtetlach was again for by in those cities, those towns that they are passing by. That there was a young man, a Hasid, was like Chazun Hasidis Betuftam, used to recite Hasidis very with good taste. So he complained for, by, for the Mittler Rebbe. That when he recites the Hasidus, he feels a feeling of arrogance. He did a good job at Chazun, so he wants to, he feels a villa reference to Chazun Hasidus, so he says he wants to stop reciting Hasidus. The Mittler Rebbe answered him, Atzibala Zolfun Dir Vern, Aber Hasidus Zolstu Chazun. An onion should become of you, but Hasidus you should recite. And the Rebbe brings in the onion that in the note here that an onion, while it's bitter by itself, but then it brings in a lot of taste into others. But basically, there is no excuse not to do it. You have to do it, but you have to limit your yeshes and your gaivas so it doesn't impact others. So now. The Rebbe goes back and explains why a shul, a base medrash, does not need, and a base amigdash needs. A shul is mostly a person on himself. The base amigdash was there to elevate the world and to give kedusha. So, because it's dealing with others, it's even more important to have that mic. Test. Based on all the above, we'll also understand the difference between the shul, etc., and the base amigdash. That a shul doesn't need a mic and a base amigdash doesn't need. That Indian from base aknesis, a base amigdash is what is a shul and what is a study hall, a base amigdash. That's the service of davening and studying Torah. 
Well, this is the avoid ruchnis from the mention in zich and mitzich. That is the spiritual service of the person in himself and with himself. As opposed to Beis HaMikdash, that expresses the general service of man. In general, not just the service with him on self. But also, on the contrary, mainly, it expresses not just yourself, but the service of making a dwelling place for Hashem in the lower matters of the world. To make of physical matters unvelt and the world, in general, to make it a dwelling place for Him. Was the far, because that's the goal of the Beis HaMikdosh, is in Mikdosh, one of the main services in the Mikdosh, that's the service of Kabonis. To elevate the physical behema, elevate it to Hashem. And Kohanim eat it, and the owners eat it, so there is a involvement of the people below in this which is the idea of sorting out and Achila is sorting out. So this is all in the base Hamikdash kind of the, the type of service. Valderechze is close. That's the Korbanis, one of the main avodas. Valderechze is close in Yan Hamikdash. Similarly, the general idea of the Mikdash is to mashpir zayin of their velta room is to influence on the world around you. That's why the windows in the Mikdosh, they were meaning that they were narrow on the inside and wide on the outside because the light had to project from the inside to the outside. So that the light which is in the Mikdosh, so light should shine and that should illuminate the outside and that should be a testimony the whole to all inhabitants of the world that the divine rest by Eden, they should sense. So this is an impact from the Beis Hamikdash to the world to the Since the main purpose of the Maikia is to bavorn and that the one who's falling should not fall. Another person who is at the level of Neufel. And the same thing, a person also by himself can be sometimes falling. When you are tied and you descend from your own level so you're a neufel because you're descending and sorting out the world so at that point you need a maiket so therefore a shul and a basement which the person is uninvolved he's not 
encompassed in worldly matters. Need to help and kill my kid. That doesn't have a, it doesn't need a fence over there because he is not at the level of the neufel. He's not at that level. As opposed to the base amigdosh, was tut oiv in gashmis which accomplishes in the physicality of the world. And in the spiritual services, does the avoida from boyin abayis l'Hashem. That's the service of building a home to Hashem. To make from his environment a dwelling place for him. Blessed by them. But there we require, we need to have the cautioning, and we need that fence when you're dealing with Yipul Hanoifel. Ava became. So while it seems like that's dealing with people that are falling with others in the lower level, and yet that's the ultimate purpose in that Tachlis Hashlemus Farbundun the ultimate wholesomeness is connected and tied with the base of Mikdash specifically. Because through that service, you accomplish the intent of creation. That you built a new home. We raise up a dwelling place for him, blessed in the lower world. That's the goal. Even though we need the Maikem, we need the Yippul Hanoifel, but we, that's what the goal is. Undurch them, he's been oich through this, he also merit zum binyan beis amigdosh hashlishi, the building of the third beis amigdosh, v'mheirav yameinu mamash, very speedily in our days. This is Mesichas, Shabbos, Parshas, Matis, Tovshin, Mem Aleph.